Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen. I'm just in here in my simulation where I move words around to create lyrics, and there's a simulation of a younger version of myself that I'm facing off with right now. And, uh, oh, what's that? Bring, 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 bring. Huh. Getting a call from someone. Hello? Uh, Luke, it's your cousin, Kevin Connor. Uh, I went with a Back to the Future joke instead of an Eminem joke here. And You're I'm, my cousin? Uh, I'm, sc- I'm scrambling. I need your help. Oh, it's okay. Kevin, we're just doing a parody of the Super Bowl album trailer where Dr. Dre calls everyone. So I guess you're Dr. Dre and I'm Eminem because he was in the simulation of his younger self. Oh, shit. Uh, and I, I so forgot you gotta about recruit my... me to do something. Uh, what do you want me to do for you? How uh, can I help you? Do you have like three songs that you can play on a podcast? And like, oh, we can go back and forth. You know forth? what? I've got just the thing. I've got three songs that I can play in a podcast and we can go back and forth. Does that work? Yeah, that works great. Uh, when do you want to do it? Uh, right now. Beep. Okay. Hey. Hi. Yes, that uh, that parody was brought to you by Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar all playing the Super Bowl, which I love the weekend, but that's an upgrade, baby. I mean, Kendrick seems out of place, doesn't he? No. He seems like they needed like legends from different eras, uh, and Kendrick's the the new age. Okay, it just it, like it it feels like. Don't you they, read this for me? I no no no. I listen. I'm very excited, but it's definitely like Eminem, Dre, Snoop, Mary J. Blige have had their time in like stardom, and that stars those stars may have waned in uh, subsequent years, whereas mm. Kendrick is like top of his game yes Um, there's i don't know if you know about the multiple shows that snoop dogg has with martha stewart kevin but (laughs) that's fair listen i remind you but and uh have you ever heard of a little thing called beats headphones i guess musically they have uh they've moved on to other ventures beyond yes and i guarantee luke we're not going to hear a song from any of them past like 2012 no maybe kendrick obviously yeah kendrick obviously. play humble <laughs> but we are not gonna uh, get anything that's new from snoop dogg or dre I, I guarantee it but yeah i'm psyched i mean i love snoop dogg and kendrick they those two were the ones i was the most excited about um but the rest of them are legends too so five goats um yeah, they're absolutely. also gonna have five goats on stage uh to as they should yeah this is, of course, best song ever, and we're going to play some fantastic new music. Definitely songs released after 2012, because they're new. They're released a full decade after. Um, and we've got some great ones for you, and Kev's going to start us off. What you got for me, Kev? My first song today is from the New York four-piece outfit known as Mama. Oh. Uh, that, of course, consists of Allegra Weingarten, Ada Friedman, Aaron Kobayashi Rich, and Zach Capiti Fenton. Luke, are you familiar yeah. with these uh, these guys? Not only am I familiar, I played them on the podcast previously, and Whoa. I'm a I'm a fan. I I'm a fake fan of best song ever because I did not realize you'd played them before. <laughs> um, 
I'm pretty sure you were the host, but I could be wrong. <laughs> oh, no! What have I done? <laughs> I might be wrong. I need to check my files. See, I always check against what I've played, and then I never check against what you played. Right. This is, this is what's happened. All right, well, you're familiar. I am, and I didn't know they, they had new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so this came out in November, so we're only a few months released. Or a few months nice. since it released. Uh, but... Mama's two years kind of after their sophomore project, Two of Me, which was a really good, like, garage rocky sound and, like, big fan of it. And I think this newest track is an evolution to that sound. Like, the low-key vocals really pair well with the stripped-down instrumentation, but the melodies are just right. About this track, uh, they were quoted in Stereo Gum in an article by Peter Hellman. The two guitar riffs were written by Etta and Allegra about a year before we actually brought it to the full band. When we wrote the first verse, we realized it was one of the first times we couldn't write about heartbreak. We were both in very loving relationships. We wanted to write about that feeling of just being addicted to someone and how someone else's company can really feel like a drug. I'm supportive of this like good old wholesome rock. I love to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully you will too. So let's give a listen to Mama with Medicine.
I'll give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Yes. And Luke, and you know what? Wait, wait, hold on. Are you going to say what I'm about to say? Which, much like a dashboard confessional, you are vindicated because I did not play them when you were the host. It was back in 2020. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they were just a duo at this point. Maybe they just hadn't officially brought in those other band members. Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened is that with this new project, they're kind of added to their roster. But like you said, this is exactly what I would hope from their like expanded sound because they did have that like sludgy sort of guitar sound, but like super catchy and like great groove. Uh, and they just sort of expanded it and made it bigger here. And I would have been fine with this song ending like a minute earlier. Yeah. I was satisfied. But then I did enjoy that part at the end where there was like another build. There was that sort of jam and then like a little build there um well and very Luke, cool you're in luck because we did play the edit of this right song. there is a slightly longer version that has more yeah. of that so that's right up your alley yeah it was great yeah it's a it's a great song i'm looking forward to new music from mama and i'm also just very excited that uh i was vindicated vindicated that was mama with medicine their newest single out now via polyvinyl All right. Well, I'm excited to uh, play my first song for you, Kev. And you set me up perfectly because you were talking about not just wanting to write about heartbreak. And that's exactly the experience that my next artist had. And we'll talk about it. My first song comes from Dream Pop purveyor Hatchie. Uh, are you familiar with Hatchie? Yes, I am. And you know what? I was doing a oh, little. No. I was doing a little sleuthing. I know that's your job. Oh, okay. Uh, but I saw you on Spotify earlier, listened to Hatchie, and I was like, oh, did Luke get some new Hatchie to play? And I looked, and you were listening to their 2020 album, I think. And I was like, oh, no, he's just jamming. That's a great album anyway. Oh. But. Oh, I tricked you. You did. You got me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say that you uh, had heard this song or that you also got this song, and I was worried. But you haven't heard the song, the new song. No, I haven't. Okay. I heard their Perfect. last release, Crush, that, and I really liked okay. that. Um, so uh, we played the song Sugar and Spice back on the pod in 2018, uh, low those many years ago. And uh, Hatchie had a great pop sound. Uh, this is the musical project of Harriet Pilbeam. Uh, and uh, Hatchie just became a good artist to watch in my mind. And uh, she put out her debut full-length Keepsake in 2019. And now she's preparing to release her second album entitled Giving the World Away. And like I was just talking about, uh, the whole heartbreak angle, her EP Sugar and Spice had like a heart vignette over her. Great album cover. Cool Mm -hmm. like concept and vibe uh, for the EP. But uh, she wanted to go in a new direction for this album. She said, there's more to me than just writing songs about being in love or being heartbroken. There's a bigger picture to that. This album just really feels like the beginning to me and scratching the surface. And even though it's my third release as Hatchie, I feel like I'm rebooting from scratch. So gotta love when an artist evolves and reinvents themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we'll witness on this song, Quicksand. And uh, she said this about Quicksand. Quicksand is about dealing with the realization that you'll never be satisfied I started writing it when I was home between tours in 2019 before finishing it with Joe Agius and Dan Nigro the next year. I was feeling guilty and ungrateful for not being happy about a few different things in my life 
that were technically going well, I had to work through some tough learned thought processes and emotions that had been working away for years to try to understand how to be happy with my present and stop fixating on my past and future, which that's something I think we could all learn from Hatchie. I know I certainly could uh, to not focus on the past and future so much and be in the present. Uh, so clearly she's entering some new territory, tackling some weighty subjects and sharing some personal revelations. And the result is some truly tremendous music. So grab onto a branch or a rock or a rope if you've got one, because we're sinking in to quicksand by Hatchie. Take it for granted I know I should be happy here Everything that I wish would happen Is staring back at me crystal clear That's when the pattern takes control Man. 
Unsurprisingly, I'm going to give that a hot diggity dog. You better. I was really excited about Hatchie when I first heard Sugar and Spice on the podcast Once Upon a Time. And I've been a fan of everything she's put out since. So into it. Love it. Like the darkness. Like it's got some kind of. Yeah. Some some moodier moodier vibes, which I really appreciate. Now, Luke. Um, I wanted to surprise you, Kev. I do want to say, because you are the banger, bitch, uh, I wanted you to think that I was giving you a slow, uh, airy track, but really then that pop chorus hits in. Yeah. And um, I, before I even requested the song, I heard it once. It was like, this is great. Um, And then it was stuck in my head, and I was like, what is that song? And specifically the... I used to think that this was something I could die for. I hate admitting to myself that I was never sure. Something about the way she yeah. seems never sure. Just like I love it and it stuck with me and I was spinning it all weekend. And uh, I just really loved the the sentiments in it too because uh, like just this thinking like this is what I was after and I got it. Why am I not happy type mm-hmm. thing? And I think it's because a lot of times we put stock at things or value things in ways that, you know, we think, oh, this is going to be the thing that will make me happy or yeah. will mean this to me. And then you get it and you're like, oh, well, I'm just me now, <laughs> you know? And so um, I don't know exactly what Hatchy was going through, but I definitely related to those sentiments of like, just, because I feel like me, I like to define myself as like an artist. M- music's my thing. I'm passionate about it. I love it. And like sometimes we'll put those definitions on myself that I feel like I need to live up to beyond what the world puts on all of us, you know? And so I feel like that thinking like, if I didn't have any of this, what would I be type yeah. deal? And like, if I had nothing left to fight for, what like, or if I, there was nothing left, what would I fight for? And so just great great sentiment she's tackling the production is great and kev i've got some some personnel to share with you who uh assisted hatchy on this song uh first were those two gentlemen that she mentioned uh mm-hmm. there was joe agius and and dan nigro who has worked with olivia rodrigo whoa yep that's bringing that's the, the girl pop bona fides right um, so I was like, that'll impress you because you're a big fan of Olivia. Also, this album was produced by Grammy nominee George Elbrecht, who has worked with Sky Ferreira, Japanese Breakfast, and Wild Nothing. Wow. Not to mention, there's some percussion from Beach House drummer James Barone. So 
beyond Hatchy, there's some great people involved that uh, helped make this album so amazing. And I am very excited to hear the rest of it. The other song, This Enchanted, that's out, has a very like New Radicals 90s rock pop feel. Uh, I think you'll dig that one, too. Yeah, actually, that's the one oh, I heard because okay. I, I realized the uh, like the quicksand album on uh, on Spotify had that as like right. the second single. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Luke. There comes a time in every episode where we come back oh, on the call, right. listening to a song and and you've gone from what I would describe as business lighting with your overheads to being lit up. In just like amazing yes. Technicolor with your, I'm assuming Hue is the brand. No, it's of a Govee, light bulb. But uh, yes, it's yeah. a Govee. Okay, this the listeners understand. You are now bathed in purple red and, and now orange. red yes. and orange so, and yellow and blue. So uh, this, this was, was the it. song that this is the you, new so it, honor that we bestow upon this song every episode. Now is which one gets me to change my lighting setup, and it was Hatchy. So yes. well done, Hatchy. Your yeah. own song. This time so you, I did it to myself, but this. it's like, how are you going to not vibe out yeah. to that one? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I get it. I, I understand. I wish I had some sort of illumination right? that I could I could use to show my mood, but I just have uh, normal-ass light bulbs like an idiot. What are you doing? Get on that Bluetooth, baby. So that was Hatchy with Quicksand from Giving the World Away out April 22nd on Secretly Canadian. That's a great label. Like, just the name. It is. When, have you not heard of Secretly Canadian? No, I have. It's just every time I see oh, it, okay. I kind of chuckle myself. It, I know. It's funny that, like, you have to hide the fact that you're Canadian. It reminds me when I was younger, like, uh, my dad was speaking to me about how his dad was born in Canada and and emigrated oh. to the United States. And I looked at him, and I go, you mean that I'm Canadian? <laughs> and he was like, He's like, no. like, no, idiot. That's nationality, <laughs> not heritage. Uh, but still brings it up to this day every time Canadian heritage comes up. Mm, so interesting. Yeah. So Luke, you've you've turned the lights down. Yes. You got nice. Like you, you're you're in like the the midnight lighting. I feel like it's it's dark. It's moody. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna disregard the blazing sunlight coming in through your back window, but which I'm surprised even is there. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's time to wake the fuck up. And that wait, is, wait, 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 wait. that is of course the job of no bro. <gasps> yeah. You're excited. This Montreal four piece is here to shred and their newest single certainly accomplishes that goal. Uh, no bro formed in 2017. My vocalist and bassist Catherine McAfee was an effort to not be known as a footnote in a Wikipedia page after her breakup with a notable Montreal musician. Um, I think you yeah. have succeeded and I will start the no bro Wikipedia page if need be, because this song. Oh, rules. right. Right. This is the pinnacle of high energy headbanging rock music. And McAfee admits the writing process for their upcoming project was a lot like their 2020 EP, Sick Hustle. And uh, this is a quote. We slammed all the content together and vomited it out. Which, hell yeah. That's great. Yeah, you're going to love to see it. That's a great way to make a record. Yeah. Uh, One last quote that really should set up the listening experience for everybody. When I listen to music, I just want it fucking loud. So, (laughs) uh, everyone here, Luke, we're going to get quiet. Okay. Everyone, turn 
your speakers up so we sound normal. And right now, we'll listen to No Bro with Julia. I gotta give that a lordy lordy very gordy which i recently checked to make sure that barry gordy was still with us um as i honor him in my catchphrase he still is uh, the, yeah. hit, the hit maker is still here um but unfortunately uh many hot dogs have died yes so mine is um, a bit tragic um but that was a great high energy rock song as promised what a catchy chorus uh I love some just major key fuzzed out high energy rock. Uh, and they delivered that with, uh, that, that will get stuck in your head. So that hook is just so, so good. I Um, love like a bunch of just sequential gas, right? Just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, uh, what is, do you know, I don't know if I fully picked up on the story of that song. Is Julia okay? Cause it sounds like she fell down. Um, I, I don't know. I also was like looking through the lyrics and I was like, I, I think, and that's what I'm like. There might be a bit of a like tragic twinge uh, hidden in that song, but uh, Hey, we love those on here because that's a pump up kicks experience as we call exactly, it. Exactly. A puke, which Kev, I meant to tell you last episode when we talked about peacemaker, sorry, another 
tangent, but no. there's a scene where uh, <laughs> Peacemaker breaks into this this couple's house, and they're clearly not uh, a happy couple. And the the <laughs> wife yells at the husband, uh, "Your favorite song is." pumped up kicks you know what that song's about it's about murder (laughs) it's like yes we talk about this all the time on the podcast um so hey maybe there's some tragic uh thing hidden in here julia maybe it's just metaphorical but either way that chorus is amazing i will say kev yes i would have picked a different song because better each day is just oh it's the album opener and it starts with just uh, this i spent my whole life running away just like chant and then just kicks in with the full band and it just goes so hard but this song goes hard too and is uh, equally as catchy so i'm like you really can't go wrong with any song on this ep yeah and this uh this ep just was announced this week and it's yeah. out february 23rd live your truth shred some gnar and love that you got title. it uh, so that was No Bro with Julia, their single off the just announced Live Your Truth, Shred Some Gnar, out February 23rd via Big Scary Monsters. Hey, well, we just said high energy and energetic is certainly a word you can use to describe the next band I'm going to play because this is a energetic London-based pan-continental instrumental act composed of four women. What? Right? It's yeah. like... You, what more could you ask for? Uh, this is the band Los Bichos. Um, oh, yeah. I'm familiar with them. You are? Yeah. Uh, very good. I I just found out about them, and I'm obsessed because uh, it actually, Kyle, my wife, was recently talking about how she can never listen to music when working. And I'm like, you need some good instrumental music. Then I was listening to this, and I was like, you need to listen to Los Bichos. This is great. And uh this band is made up of Sarah Patale, Augustina Ruiz, Josephine Johnson, and Nick Crawshaw, and they're about to drop their debut album. So we're early investors. That's good. Uh, and they have such a great sound. Uh, when I think of an instrumental band, I think of like either an electronic artist or like Mad Lib or uh, something like Explosions in the Sky or... But Los, something like that. But Los Bichos is redefining that because uh, this is some of the most fun, catchy, and engaging music you could ask for. And fittingly, the title of the album is called Let the Festivities Begin. And yes. uh, you're Exciting. right. I'm like, you're good. This is right up your alley, Kev. We love some positivity and fun in some music, and that's going on here. Uh, and so... The four members of this band hail from all over the world, so they each bring different styles and influences to the table, making for a one-of-a-kind sound that blends rock, funk, tropicalia, Peruvian chica, Argentine cumbia, Turkish psych, and surf guitars. Just so much amazing sounds going in there. It's just completely unique sound. And these songs move and groove and are super great to listen to. And... uh. I think you do need to see the video for this, Kev, because okay. it's very fun and will give you, you know, a s- sense of the band's style and sense of humor. It is episode three uh, of their video, so let me recap what happened really quick in the first two. They were sent to a 
by the government to investigate something and are attacked by this black cat jaguar creature in a very trippy sequence. Then in part two, they're sent to jail for crimes they didn't commit. And their trial is a game show hosted by Franz Ferdinand's Alex Carpanos, who also produced this album. That happened to me once. Oh, right. It's very scary. Best of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that brings us to episode three. They were exonerated of those crimes, but they're in witness protection. Uh, And so here you go. This is the culmination of the trilogy. So let us put the past behind us and start anew as we listen to Los Bichos with Pista. Fresh start.
You know I'm gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Uh, better. I'm familiar with Los Bichos. I had not seen their uh, videos up until now, and yeah. boy, am I confused. <laughs> well, I will say I watched that one and then went back and watched the first two, but you really don't. I mean, no, it's no. an absurdist storyline, so it's like, really, you can come in at any part. It was like um, cottage core Scooby Doo hijinks, and then suddenly there was a cat f- with cake with the album title on it, and I was like, all dude, right, let's that's do it. That's a great. That's a great description. Uh, I love that. The ending scene where the four of them Scooby-Doo their way in. Yeah. And then the the person in the cat costume is waiting with drinks and they all become friends. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when in the end, it says, let the festivities begin. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it's just perfect ending to the video. I also just love that guitar riff uh, and that whole groove is so great. And like the video, I think, adds to it with like, the spinning imagery kind of like psychedelic yeah um, i like that shot of them skipping and like it, it's on a it turns the shot yeah behind them that um, was really cool but it's really cool throughout the album because i've been listening god in advance and i've been listening to it and like they incorporate like traditional elements and like like i was talking about like turkish elements from turkish music and like really interesting sounds that they'll incorporate and i it gives it a cool touch because it's like they're doing these more modern rock grooves but then it adding all these interesting elements in as well uh and um sarah from the band said i want i wanted to sound like van halen and cocteau twins but from turkey which um i don't know how familiar you are with cocteau twins but they're a great sort of like shoegazy yeah uh van and then van halen but from turkey and i'm like what an interesting sound but i feel like they've accomplished it (laughs) and i just i love their sound and like sometimes you would get bored with instrumental music but this kept my interest the whole time through no i definitely put this in like kind of the the same vibe is like Kerrangbin, which isn't always instrumental but it's just like very very good vibey yeah. mellow tunes and like that that gets played a lot in my home so yeah this probably will get a lot of a lot of spins before we move on one more interesting thing i'm like listening to their album and i'm like oh there's a song called ffs that's like franz ferdinand and sparks probably no relation to that uh, cause that was like the duo yeah. that they made, but and then I'm like, wait, he's in the Franz, video, Alex from Franz Ferdinand. So I'm like, maybe they did sort of do that as a nod to them, or maybe it's an abbreviation for something else. But F- FFS like- is, is an abbreviation for, for fuck's sake. Oh, and actually, oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. For so I'll ask sake, them Luke. when I interview them, because I'm going to do an interview, uh, with Los Bichos for off shelf. So that'll be coming up. Uh, and I it, just want to think of it this way. If, you know, Franz Ferdinand worked with Sparks and they were like largely influenced by them, uh, growing up, you know, and I would like to think maybe Los Bichos were big fans of Franz Ferdinand growing up. So now does that make them like Sparks's musical grandbabies? I was waiting for you to go one step further and be like, and I've played Los Beachos on the podcast, so I'm So only... I'm Sparks's musical great grandbaby. No. I was I was waiting for that. Um, I mean, I yeah. feel like musically they're not anything like Sparks. <laughs> but, but but also Sparks is just like entirely like 
insane yeah. in where the direction they go musically. So it's true. I, They've got like, a similar sense of humor and fun. I wouldn't music, be surprised. So I would not be surprised if Los Pichos is Sparks fans for sure. But I am very excited for their debut. Uh, this is a great new band to have on your radar, and I'm very excited. Uh, so that was Los Bichos with Pista, Fresh Start, from Let the Festivities Begin. That is out February 4th on City Slang Records. My final track today is coming from Liam Bensvi. Uh, Liam's been on the music scene since co-founding Strange Names in 2012, but his first solo project, Acts of Service, is due out next month. Acts of Service recalls the fervor of desire and the frustrations that come along with accepting the things that we want may not come true. Mm. Luke, this is a very um, me- like meaningful song-packed episode, and I feel like yeah. we've gone from having everything you want to having everything you want and not loving it to now not being able to get what you want. Not being able to get what you want. Yeah. And yet I think this is another song that is upbeat, exciting, a pumped up kicks experience. So something's in comment. Um, I got a chance to listen to this album and I think it's perfectly suited to give us a little boost of energy that we're going to need in like mid February. It's got kind of some, beachy pop rock with really like echoey guitar melodies but it's also mellow and cozy like some of my favorite albums from last year so altogether, it's just this really great dynamic project and i'm excited for everyone to hear it uh the first track i'm playing today is the second single and it's always kind of nice to hear that a lot of artists treat their music like film scores because I do that a lot. Like I visualize to music. Right. Yeah. Uh, So this quote had this to say, I'm singing about a shiver of adrenaline. It only really appears during fits of joy or rage or lust or fear. It's unquantifiable. When I'm feeling this kind of fleeting energy, I spin weird romantic fiction that only really makes sense to me. When I listen to it now, it feels like the ending credits of a movie, probably right after a big reconciliation of some kind. That's cool. I, I totally get that vibe from this track. Um, I'm excited. I want to know what you, what comes to mind for you, Luke. <laughs> so let's listen yeah. to Liam Bensby with Hiccup. Breathing in the cemetery light to me And tell me that a demon stopped my throat till I listen The itch I gotta scratch it as a
So Kev, you asked me what I remind it, what it reminded would remind me of like what type of movie or type of thing would I see it playing over the credits of? And I pictured like one of those knowing glance scenes. Oh yeah. <laughs> where it's like just like uh, some dramatic ending. Like have you ever seen Once? No. The, oh, okay. Well, spoilers for the movie Once. Um big hit in 2006 great movie though but it's like they love each other but they can't be together she has a family and so there's like a knowing glance you know where it's like we're always gonna love each other but we can't be together beautiful tragic moment so that's the vibe i was getting uh it but i will say i could picture it being set also to maybe some sort of hbo comedy because uh, I noticed on Spotify, it's on the High Maintenance uh, soundtrack, mm-hmm. the HBO show. And, you know, John Moods, who I played last year and interviewed, yeah. was also on that soundtrack. And he has kind of a similar sound to Liam, that sort of like synthy, vibey, smooth sing thing. So uh, yeah. I dig it. Yeah, I, uh, his, it makes sense. His first single off this album, uh, Hypno. All I could think of is that thing the where Pokemon? the main, yeah, where the main <laughs> character is like standing in a hallway and everyone's moving really fast around oh, him. Oh, love like, that! Like it's definitely been used in Scrubs. Yeah, uh, if yeah. like anyone needs that. Garden to be State sure. too. Yeah, no, I think you might be thinking. Wait, no, he, they probably didn't. It's dude, it's Zach Braff's favorite thing. <laughs> it's Zach Braff's favorite. But it's uh, this whole album. Like I've I've given a listen and I really enjoy it. I'm I'm excited for everyone to hear it. So uh, February 18th can't come quick enough. Nice. So that was Liam Bensby with Hiccup from Acts of Service out February 18th via Terrible Records. My last song comes from an album that was just released this last Friday. I shouted it out on our mini-sode. Uh, this is Kids on a Crime Spree, and the album is Fall in Love, Not in Line. Remember, I was like, that's a yep, great album title. I remember. <laughs> and so I had heard uh, the song Goods Get Got which I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Um, but then sort of forgot about it. And then the album was coming out and I was like, oh, it's a great album name. I should check this out. And it's great. I really enjoyed it because it's got some great pop sensibilities to it. Uh, like the press release compares it to like the Brill Building, you know, like those mm-hmm. old like uh, pop songs. Cause there's some really like catchy. Yeah. Like you could even see like a doo-wop influence, but then some great fuzzed out just like garage rock noise rock sounds too so it's sort of like a fuzzed out pop rock and it's just great it's did uh, I, I really love their sound did i mess up to, by not listening to this album yet because this is very much my uh my jam yeah now kev i know you are the banger bitch as we've mm-hmm. established you love some pop and you like some polished pop this is a little uh grittier so i'm like you might dig this but I do love I my fuzz being a little, Yeah, you do. So I could see you digging it. And especially this song we're going to hear is the album opener. The It's called Carl Cardell Building, which I didn't do my research. Maybe that's a building I should have known. They're from the Bay Area. Um, but uh, the singer of this band, Mario Rodriguez, is in the band Art Sick, too. And he's also in other bands. He seems like... He's uh, big in the music scene out there and is in a lot of bands and has a lot of projects. And uh, 
this one i just really love the sound and it's a really interesting kind of reminds me of like ocs and they're sort of fuzzed out garage rock um but then like we said mixed with some some catchy pop hooks so why don't we take a listen to kids on a crime spree with carl cardell building gonna give it a hot diggity dog I, I don't i don't imagine any world where that's not my shit luke i yeah i love it it is it is jangly and poppy and fuzzy and just everything that i love out of music so yeah. i i gotta give this album a listen because you know the one thing is like the way the vocals are like kind of in the mix which is great and you can mm-hmm. still make it out but it, that's the sound and i was like i don't know if kevin's gonna he might like those upfront vocals uh, of the CRJ persuasion, but uh, <laughs> listen, maybe you can fuck uh, with some punk. I've I've evolved because mostly because Carly Jepsen hasn't put out any new music in like several years, uh, so I've had to find something else. But uh, no, I I this is very much like I mean very much like yeah. a, a Kiwi Junior type in mm-hmm. a way. Exactly. Yeah, it's very good and jangly. Yeah, but with some good like haze and fuzz in there too. Yeah, very into it. I'm excited to listen to this. This might be like my first thing I listen to after we stop recording. Uh, you know how Strokes, the Strokes did bad decisions, kind of like uh, 
Dancing with Myself by Billy Idol. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that sort of 80s pop vibe too with the bass, the like boom 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 boom. boom. I, I just love the bass line too. And I was like, that is like every part of it is giving like different eras, different style vibes, but it's all a nice, nice fuzzed out haze and I enjoy it. Now, Luke did some research while we were Yes, going. thank you. And I'd like to share this with the, with the, the whole audience. At Share Carl Cardell Company, we are a construction company that is passionate about solving complex building problems. That's okay. that's what Carl Cardell Building is. Uh, um, hey, I mean, maybe they just really want to get the word out about a local business. And yeah. hey, small business owners are the backbone of our economy. So it's like. You're doing a great service, kids if, on a crime spree. If you're in the Bay Area and you need a complex building solution, call Carl Cardell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is that, exactly that is what the they hardest, intended. That's the hardest thing I've ever said. Carl Cardell? Call Carl Cardell. <laughs> call Carl Cardell. Oh, yeah. yeah See, I didn't even difficult. get through it. Call, call, call. Um, so that was Kids on a Crime Spree with Carl Cardell Building. From Fall in Love, Not in Line, Out Now on Slumberland Records. Uh, great titles, great tunes, fun times all around. I, I don't know if that's my summary of Kids on a Crime Spree or this episode or I, both. I but think it works. I think it's both. Um, well, we got one thing left to do. Let's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. <laughs> I'm glad that we're back into the swing of things. Like we have multiple album releases every week. Like they are good. We're finding new stuff. It's it's about time. Get in the swing now. Get in the swing with everybody and everything. That's a spark song. I and you, said, you know what? Swing, I, I didn't even knew. It. And the way you were singing it, I was like, this is the fucking sparks. I know it. Yeah. So I've got a couple that I'm really looking forward to. Beirut. With artifacts, I am always excited for new Beirut. Yeah, I didn't know about this. Very no, cool. I didn't either. So I'm really excited to hear what it's all about. A group I'm really excited about that came in real hot a couple of years ago, uh, Earth Gang with Ghetto Gods. Oh, yes. Their 2019 album, Mirrorland, was the talk of the town. And Yeah, I missed it back then and just listened to it. It was very good. Yeah, I'm really excited to hear that. We have uh, Kyle, It's Not So Bad your wife yeah. or a hip-hop artist <laughs> uh we don't know Both. but i've always been a fan of his work excited to hear more amber mark with three dimensions deep she released Great. that amazing thong song cover last year uh oh, so, i forgot about that oh yeah. i never Among do I, other things yeah is that, that's her main claim to fame for it's me. definitely the thing i think about most i'm like oh amber mark she bought the thong song cover but i'm excited to hear that because i wanted more of her when that yeah, came out she's awesome and uh, MDOT, I don't know if this stands for the Michigan Department of Transportation. Yeah. But uh, he's got an album coming out, Dining in Dystopia, and he's done work with Conway the Machine, among other cool oh. artists. So might be a cool hip-hop project to check out. Nice. Definitely on my list. Luke, what do you got? All right. First up. A great band I love, Pompoco. They had a great album out early last year. Uh, and they have This Is Our House. And the singles I heard from this were wacky and fun and cool. 
And so that's what you want from Pompoko. Uh, also, Anais Mitchell uh, with her self-titled Anais Mitchell. She's from that band uh, Bonnie Light Horseman. And she also, I believe, wrote a Broadway musical or was involved with some Broadway thing. But she was on the Big Red Machine album last year uh-huh. and was great on that um, and has worked with Justin Vernon a bunch. And uh, so she's a, a great artist who's been around, but I think maybe is just going under her given name now. So that'll be cool. Um, also, the band Thyla, which another great like songs to play over 80s movies credits. Uh, I played them on the podcast last year. They have their self-titled album coming out as well. Um, Then Michelle, which have you ever heard of them? They're great, like collective pop. Uh, Are are they all named Michelle? No, they together as a unit become Michelle. Okay. Um, I was hoping there was some Michelle Pfeiffer in there, but I mean, I'm excited regardless. You thought Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought uh, the Olsen twins on full house. The different Michelles we think of. I'm always <laughs> like top of mind Batman Returns. Oh yeah, I get that. Um, but anyway, Michelle with After Dinner, we talk dreams. It's a great album title as well. Yeah, and that's gonna do it for us. Uh, we got three daddies. We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Go ahead and go ahead. Just go on over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows over there. And our third daddy, Off Shelf, check it out. It's on the internet. Lots of good stuff over there. And you can see our best albums of 2021 over there as well. And if you don't already, follow us on TikTok, Best Song Ever Podcast. Uh, My wife is our, like, TikTok consultant, and she makes all my videos much better and elevates them. And so... We're doing this Luke's Records of the Week where I'm sharing uh, some of my records from my collection. And so we got one of those up there. So go check out some good recommendations there. I followed our TikTok on my own personal account and yes, I was, know. was scrolling my FYP, as you do, and came across our last TikTok <gasps> and was like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, oh, wait, I literally contributed to this because it was our, <laughs> yes. our favorite TV themes. But That's it's great. very cool. I think Kyle and Luke have done an amazing job. Maybe I'll get on there, make some, make yeah. some content. We're in your feed. Yeah, we're creeping on your feed. So we'll we'll be out there on all your feeds. Check us out all social medias at Best Song Ever Pod. That's gonna do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls. This is best song ever. I guess we'll just leave it at that. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth Production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.